Welcome to the Into His Eyes podcast, a podcast about life, its ups and downs, and looking daily into God's eyes, our hand in His. Welcome to the Into His Eyes podcast. So I wanted to let you guys know I am finding this podcast to do these episodes incredibly, incredibly challenging. You know, when I was doing the podcast before um, and a lot of the mindset minutes that I would speak on, the videos that I would do, you know, I think I think it's much simpler or it was much easier to be, um, I don't know if on the surface is the right word, but that may be what... <laughs> what it was in a certain sense to just really not go so deep into um, the ache or the, or the different things that we deal with in life just to, you know, set goals and and do this and be consistent in your activities and, you know, focus on the activities, not the results. And, you know, all those different things that we can read, um, you know, a hundred books on that pretty much are, uh, you know, the basics of what we feel may be a successful um, life. Now, this podcast is much incredibly, incredibly different uh, than my previous podcast. It's different than almost what I have spoken on before because it goes, I feel it, it challenges so much. It challenges the idea of, of, um, happiness, what happiness is. It challenges the idea, I think, of what success looks like uh, and what that all means in this fallen world that we do live in. And it's just very, very hard sometimes as I move through this. And as I told you in the beginning, this is a journey. It's a journey that hopefully you and I can go on together to help us move through life uh, with our most desperate thirst or most desperate desire to know God better and to um, strengthen and just depend so much on that relationship and to feel what needs to be felt. And and I, like I said, this is a very, very challenging um, podcast to get out because it takes so much thought. Um, and before, you know, I could get a success book or I could look at different things and you know, that John Maxwell says, or, uh, you know, the things that I've written and just kind of put them out and much, much easier, but to look deep, deep, deep within our soul, to look deep, deep, deep within, it's very, very, very hard. Um, so I appreciate you guys being patient with me. I appreciate you, uh, listening. And I, I hope this makes a difference in your life. I hope that this makes a, um, an impact on you, whatever it is that you may be going through, whatever struggles you may be going through, whatever pains, heartaches, different things that you're going through. I, I hope this makes a difference. You know, sometimes as Christians, it you know, it's, it's thought that if we feel pains, if we feel aches, if we're not walking around in gratitude and thankfulness and just joyous and happy and this and that, that that something's wrong, that we're not doing something right. And what that does is it doesn't allow people to, 
you know, feel what needs to be felt, to suffer, to feel pain, right? Because when we do that, when we allow ourselves to feel the pain and the suffering, to to feel the hurt, the ache of, of, you know, relationships that we have, whether that's in our kids, our marriage, friends, whatever it may be, you know, there's pain in that. There's hurt. Nobody's perfect in there. And there's, there's things that are going to be done and things that are going to happen to us that hurt. And we need to feel that and we need to move through that. And with that, we then come to a point, I believe, or hope where we understand that the only unfailing relationship that we have is our relationship with our Heavenly Father and how desperate we are for that relationship. Um, I, want, I want to read, I want to talk about this book, Inside Out, by Larry Crabb. I'm reading going through it. And that's why it's hard because, <laughs> you know, when I'm reading this book, it's a book that I, I'm underlining and highlighting and I read like a sentence and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, hold on, I got to, I got to think about that. And it's, and that's why I feel this podcast is challenging because I'm trying to go through this journey with you. I'm trying to process these things, uh, as well. And how I process is communicating this to someone and often, uh, not often, but this is my communication and processing these thoughts, um, with you on this podcast. But you know, in John seven thirty seven, if anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. If anyone is thirsty, if anyone is thirsty, you know, I, I really feel that everyone is thirsty, right? We're th- <laughs> we have a thirst. We have that ache, like we talked about in Romans for, for something better. You know, we live in a fallen world and, and since the time it has fallen, there has been that thir- thirst. Things do not go perfectly in our life. And I, and I, we, we have that, we all have that desire to have good relationships, to, uh, to have comfort in our life. And I really think that, you know, we don't, we don't, we don't want to feel pain. I don't know, you know, going back, I'm not a biblical scholar in this and that when Adam and Eve were, were in the garden with God, I, there, there wasn't pain. They, they weren't supposed to feel pain, but, we do have pain now. We live in a fallen world and pain is inevitable. And and I love this from Larry Crabb, what he says. He says, but when relief of the inevitable pain of living in a fallen world becomes our priority, at that moment, we leave the path toward pursuing God. His prescriptions for handling life does not relieve an ache that is not meant to seize this side of heaven. They enable us to be faithful in the midst of it. Sometimes the path of obedience even intensifies the pain in ways that seem entirely unfair and even unkind of God. So I love that. I love that statement because it's such a real statement. And this is one of these things when I'm reading this book, I read it. I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. I need to try to get that through. I need to try to, to get that out because I think it's so incredibly uh, important when we look at that when when we look when we try to set up our life to not feel pain right i love this because he says on every our very survival seems to depend on numbing the pain and finding some way to feel better eating memorizing the bible masturbating cleaning the bathroom joining the church choir 
We got to do something to avoid the paralyzing ache we fear so deeply. So when we, I guess, our, our most, what's the word? Our most desired attempt is to avoid pain. We often go to things that are not healthy in order for that pain to be avoided. And, and I, and I, or when we feel the pain, then we think, we think God is not good. And we, we feel, well, if we're Christians, we shouldn't feel pain, right? Everything should be going well. I'm, I'm, I'm memorizing verses. I'm going to church. Uh, I'm being a good husband. I'm trying to be a good father, all these different things. And we feel pain and we get confused. And then what we do is we avoid, we try to do what we can to avoid pain. And that becomes our number one goal. Our number one goal becomes to avoid the pain that is in our life. And when that becomes our number one goal, I feel that's when we get incredibly off track. That's when addiction happens, whether workaholism, sex, you know, sexaholism, um, you know, whatever it may be, alcoholism, avoidance of the pain. And it's very, very interesting to say that we don't want to acknowledge the pain. We don't want to acknowledge the pain in our life. And it's okay to be in pain. As Christians, it's okay to be in pain because what that does is it it moves us towards that desperation for that perfect relationship when it, that we have with our Heavenly Father. That grace, that mercy, that love, that tenderness, that kindness. And sometimes we get confused, right? Because we think, well, you know, God isn't kind because if God was kind, then I wouldn't feel the pain. And that's not what he promises. That's not what he promised. That's the wrong way to look at it. That's the wrong way to look at it. I love this too. Until we acknowledge painful disappointment in our circumstances and relationship, relationships, particularly the latter, we will not pursue Christ with a passion of deep thirst or to put it more simply, we rarely learn to meaningfully depend on God when our life is uncomfortable. <laughs> you know, relationships are so important, guys. It's so important, whether we, you know, in, in our marriage, uh, you know, with our kids, with our friends. There's that, that deep longing to uh, be loved. There's that deep longing to be seen. There's that deep longing to be uh, accepted no matter, no matter what, right? A lot of times we don't share in our relationships, our, our deep hurts, our pains. We don't, we're not fully honest in our relationships because we have the fear of rejection. And if we were to share everything, if we were to be fully known that that person would move away from us and that hurts and that's painful, right? And we, we, we hold a lot back, but what's a relationship that we have where we can fully be known, where we are fully accepted, where grace has been given our past, future, present sins. And that's with our heavenly father. And that's a relationship that is most important. That's where the thirst and that's where the desire needs to be to be in relationship with him. That, that's it. And so often what we do is we, we look for those other things 
to be accepted, to be loved, to, you know, maybe uh, be respected, whatever that may look like. And that that's the wrong way to do it. We need to come to the realization. And, and this is very, very, you know, this is challenging. When I say how challenging this is, guys, because I'm going through this, we begin to see more of the fallenness of our fallen world. And, and we, we, we begin to come to the realization and understanding that this life is futile, that it won't satisfy. And it's kind of a depressing thing. <laughs> you know, I'll be honest with you. I've been really almost in a fog the past probably two months of coming to the realization of this, coming to the realization that my wife um, will never satisfy me the way that I fully feel need to be satisfied. I will never fully feel um, satisfy or fulfill her the way that she needs to be satisfied. My kids, their, their life, what they do and the things that they go through are not going to be perfect. It's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be painful. It's going to be challenging when we see certain things go on in their life. All these different things you begin to feel and see the life in itself. And it's okay. We're going to move on. (laughs) We're going to begin as I move through this book. We're going to see how we can move through this um, correctly. And I think what I said in a previous podcast and talking about this is, is, is how do we learn to love uh, correctly? How do we learn to love tremendously? How do we learn to, um, to, to show God's love through the hardships that we go through? And I, I believe that that's where and what they're going to talk about later on in this book when I get to it is, is how do we move through life with that gratitude? How do we, no matter what happens in our life, how do we move through life when it's painful, how are we then able to love others, which then, which then, you know, I believe we, we then get a, um, a different feeling in regards to what it is that we may be going through. I, I love this too. I want to read this. It says, we simply must get rid of the idea that the obedient Christian is supposed to feel good all the time. The springs of living water bathing our deepest longings with his presence now and with his promise for later do not eliminate the pain of unmet desires at other levels. So what do you want to stop right there? What he talks about is we do have unmet desires, right? We do have things in our life that we want to happen, right? In, in our relationships, in our health, in our business, we have unmet desires. Those desires are there. They're not bad for the, for the most part. They're not bad, but we have to acknowledge that a lot of times they will be unmet, unmet. So I want to continue here. It says, we therefore should not measure the quality of our walk with the Lord by the absence of unhappy feelings. When children rebel, Parental pain is not only normal and real, it's healthy. And spiritual death only intensifies the pain because it more keenly discerns how tragic rebellion is. In spite of inevitable pain, it's possible to remain intact no matter what troubles crash into our life because nothing can rob us of God's love. The very thing of self-aware, discerning soul wants the most. 
To be changed from the inside out means to learn how to drink from the living water of God, unchanging love, so our purpose, identity, and joy gives us the courage to respond well, whether our life is smooth or rocky. I think that's such a tremendous statement. <laughs> it's such a, you might want to go back and, and listen to that again. It's, it's so, so good. No matter what happens in our life, our deepest thirst will be our relationship with our Heavenly Father, keeping our eyes looking towards Him, walking our days hand in His, and it's okay to feel what needs to be felt. It's okay. And to not expect, right, to feel good all the time. To feel good all the time. Because what, what we do, if, if, we, if we think we should feel good all the time, and what we talked about in the beginning, that feeling good is our main priority, okay, what we do is we often go to the wrong things to then feel good. Right? We go to the addictions, we go to sexual addiction, we go to alcoholism, we go to workaholism, we, we go get another toy, we go shopping, you know, we, we maybe do something uh, you know, around the house, like clean excessively or you know, whatever it may be to try to feel good. And you know, the cleaning of that stuff may, may be pretty good if obviously you need to do cleaning, but those other things that we go to avoid the pain are not good. So when our main goal is to feel good, we miss out. We miss out on that, I, I think, particular moment to go to our Heavenly Father and to, to feel what needs to be felt, go to Him, move to Him, feel His love, feel His grace, feel His presence, okay? And then through that, then I think we can go back out and then we can learn to move through life, move through life, loving and serving him loving and serving others and i believe there is a tremendous benefit to that and we will begin to um be much more aware and much more loving individuals see if if we in our relationships right there's there's that and that's where a lot of the pain comes so much in our life is in those unmet desires in our relationships Right. And and definitely, I'm sure my wife has a tremendous, a tremendous amount of unmet desires that are met in in regards to uh, how I am as a man. But if we go through life and we um, do not know how to love others through those unmet desires, through those hard times, through those times that we may feel a certain way, that we may feel slighted, we may feel not seen, we may feel not noticed our life is going to be incredibly challenging, right? Those relationships will be incredibly challenging and they are challenging just to begin with. But if we can move through and know that our satisfaction, our true satisfaction, those critical desires is really that desire to be close to our Heavenly Father. And again, keeping our eyes on His, hand in His, moving through that we can go through and be the person that He wants us to be, loving and serving Him and others loving God and loving others if we can do that and to really feel what needs to be felt so I'm going to end it here because I'm kind of rambling but hopefully that made sense uh, my oldest boy does not like that when I say hopefully it makes that makes sense I should be more confident in this but I have to be honest with you as I told you in the beginning this is incredibly incredibly challenging challenging podcast for me this is very 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 hard it's not just putting out quotes. It's not just reading, you know, 
eight steps to success, whatever it may be, this is going deep, deep within. So I really want to leave you with hopefully some encouragement to really know that whatever it is that you're going through, whether it's a very, very incredibly hard thing in a relationship, whether it's an addiction that you were having trouble breaking, that that you have struggled with for so, so long, you know, whether it's something with your kids, right, that you um, your kids are not uh, moving in the direction that you would hope that they would, imo- would move, right? Maybe it's a health issue. Maybe it's a financial issue. All these things, right? There's pain. There's this life. And I really want to encourage you that there is hope in having that strong, amazing, incredible connection with your Heavenly Father. excuse me, where we focus on him. That's where our focus, we focus not on him, but our problems, right? We focus not on the storm. We focus not on those things that may be going wrong in our life. Yes, we have to deal with them. Yes, there has to be decisions that are made. You know, we can't just ignore them, but our focus is on him, right? There's always going to be storms in our life. There's always going to be things going on that we, you know, wish would not happen. We wish that, uh, they're not going on, but they are, we're going to have storms, but we need to move through our life focused on him looking into his eyes. Focus. Don't focus on the storm, right? That's you sink, right? You focus on him and, 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 and then we can walk through or move through what storms we may have in our life, knowing that we're loved, knowing that we're enough knowing that he's there with us and uh, it's beautiful. So anyways, thanks guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to the into his eyes podcast. Feel free to follow Damon on all social media sites and contact him directly at Damon at Damon Thank you for listening to the into his eyes podcast.